ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. Hi, Dan and Chris. This is Aaron from Johannesburg, South Africa. And uh, when I'm listening to your guys' podcasts, I'm usually going for a walk. And I do thoroughly enjoy them and look forward to each one. So keep up the good work and we'll chat soon. Take care. Hey, SN Podcast. My name is Peter. I'm listening from China right now. I'm a tennis coach from the U.S. traveling. And I just want to say keep up the awesome work. It's great listening to you guys on the road. Always inspiring the mind, the body, and the spirit. So thank you. Hey, what is up everyone? Hope you are all doing well and really great to hear those messages there at the beginning of the podcast. Really is something incredible to be able to start sharing and finding out where you are all located in the world. And thank you so much to Aaron and Peter for sending over those messages. And if you would also like to send a message which will eventually be played at the beginning of the podcast and if there's something and if there's something that you would think would be cool just record a quick 15 to 20 second audio seeing who you are what you're up to and where in the world you are located and i hope you also liked the new intro i really think it highlights what this community is all about so anyway this week we are joined by antemar and luke miller we met up with them in Brixton, London, and Antemar is a singer and a songwriter, and Luke is the co-creator of Truth Theory, and he is a writer and a thought leader in consciousness. And we have really wanted to get this dynamic of us four on a podcast for ages now. They are of similar age, and just like us, are trying to find their way through modern-day society. And as a human being living on this planet, we are born into a world that is already steeped with deep programming as you know and coming to terms with this can be really hard you start waking up wanting to be a better person you want to start helping people and it's very hard to find our way through this when the thing that you are embedded in you realize is very sick and a dying system in my opinion a society that has gone sick by following the path of materialism male dominance attention to visible surface things practicality and many other things as you know we have gone very sick very sick and like anybody when it feels itself has to be sick it begins to produce antibodies or strategies for overcoming the condition or or the disease and what i can see is that there is a wave of antibodies all over the world coming to realize what the fuck is going on and this is definitely a good podcast and hopefully very relatable because as I said before, we've, we are four young people questioning ourselves and realising what the hell is going on and at the same time trying to find our way through the world. So I hope you enjoy this and as you know, we are we have ne- never going to make people pay for these conversations or add stupid advertisements. We believe in making all this information available to everyone and believe in being true to who we truly are. 
but all we're saying is is that if you value these conversations and they add something to your life or even just help you through the day or week please consider becoming a patron buy chris a beer buy me a piece of fruit or whatever <laughs> you can donate anything from two dollars all the way to whatever amount you can and honestly any amount that you donate will be amazing and for all you out there who haven't yet realized all these conversations are now in person and we are traveling all over the place now in the video format to these podcasts are available on our youtube page so anyway i know you're gonna love this podcast enjoy So let's should we jump dive in. <laughs> Hell yeah! I was actually thinking as well because um, maybe a good way to start this would be I wanted to ask you instead of us leading the way. I wanted to ask you what's maybe a question in your lives that you're asking mm. about anything. What's something that you're going over in your head and again and again and again? Mm. Uh, um, for me personally, I guess the the. Um the question that I'm having at the moment is like how to find some kind of self mastery, mm-hmm. you know, like over over the mind, like how to tame that like serpent energy, you know, because it's so strong, you know, and uh, you know it feels like um, you open up these boxes and you go down these rabbit holes, you know, and you get some clarity, and and sometimes you feel like you're doing a lot of work because you're getting clarity on, on lots of different things, yeah. and it's almost like the roadmap has unfolded recently for me and then it's like okay you got to do the roadmap you know yeah. and that's quite that's very difficult you know yeah, and the roadmap like, so, and then it, then it yeah, changes when yeah. you go down a certain route so it's like finding how to find that real kind of inner inner discipline I, i've had an example of that though where um i was i think i was seeing this before the podcast where i've i thought i had everything mapped out in my life like you know when you have the moments where you think sometimes you think oh i'm on a good trajectory here i'm eating healthy i'm doing this i'm doing that i've got this sorted in these areas and then all of a sudden the mind just gives you something else and it goes no you're not happy you need to change this you need to change yeah. this and then the, that roadmap what you were seeing there just completely gets shattered and smashed all over the place yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you realize there's no road <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so from from that i read a really good um little quote in uh, in a book by Amma recently and uh, she she always tells really cool stories that are quite like uh, relevant to these experiences you know they they relate they're very very simple stories but they they also have deeper meanings and she was saying it's kind of like um if you were born in a family of coconut tree climbers who go and go and uh, go and climb coconut go yeah. climb the coconut tree to get the coconut um you might not even want to try and climb the coconut actually try and climb that coconut tree because you get one foot up and you fall down you know when you start and then your your, your dad or your or your mum whatever they say look we've been doing this for thousands of years you got to do it that's the only way the only way is to keep doing it so okay you, you climb up you fall back down but you know you keep on going back up and then at some point then you manage to get a few more feet and then you finally get to the top of the coconut tree <laughs> and then you can get the coconuts and you can you know thread them down and yeah. so like she was saying that's kind of like kind of like the spiritual path in a way is that we have to 
keep 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 climbing, the, keep coconut climbing the coconut yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because yeah. We'll, and we will fall down. You know, it will yeah. happen. And and the more the more the more that we get to these new plateaus, like we feel okay. Now I'm feeling I'm sorted. I feel like everything's under control. Yeah. And then one of our our selfish tendencies or our destructive tendencies will come out again mm-hmm. and like make us feel like oh my god, what am I doing? What is all this? It's all it's all it's all gone to shit now. <laughs> yeah. But then you know we have to keep that, those those moments are good to also like mm-hmm. get this more stable foundation. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love that by the way um, sorry to interrupt because um, something I've been thinking about a lot recently is um, self-acceptance mm. and so it kind of, your story reminded me there I mean I've been reading the book um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson and that's been like me bible for the last uh, two months I've just read it seven times and it always goes like what fucks matter to you really what are you giving more your attention to what are you associating the two and basically that story there what you said there it can associate with me if you fall down and you just accept it you know what I fell down that's it I give up then is that okay to just say you know what I give up or is there a form of like self-discipline that you have to take to keep pushing forward mm. so is that even just saying you know what it's okay I'm not going to do it is that okay or do you reckon this you need to have that self-discipline. You need to have that I think, persistence. I think it really depends on your priorities. Really, it comes down to that, isn't it? Like, that's, what is your priority whole book. in life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the uh, whole book. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it wasn't my story. That story was from Swami Padmanandha. Uh, his story, which uh, he, it was a story that he told. So he's one of our most closest disciples. But um, uh, what's the name of it? I think it was what, uh, a book called On the Road to Freedom. He's got some really cool books cool. called On the Road yeah. to Freedom. So what's, um, what's some things that, questions that you're asking yourself then? Uh, pretty much the same. I think it's just that. <laughs> I think we're all going through the same thing anyway. <laughs> what, are <laughs> what are we doing? What are we all doing? What about? Basically the question of what are we all doing? Yeah. In general and everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's so many different questions that we can ask in each moment. I At the moment, I'm, I'm feeling like just... Uh, just stepping back from everything and and allowing it all to unfold continuing with the disciplines continuing with with whatever it is that has to be done but at the same time not being too so like fully being present with it but then when it's when it's done it's done like not not holding on to it you know just like witnessing yeah. whatever the waves of flows of things yeah. that have do you, f- do you feel in your life that you you're more because this is something i've been thinking about a lot recently do you feel in life you're more the driver or do you feel like you're more the passenger i feel that this that's a part that's kind of like a paradox yeah. it's kind yeah, of like yeah. with the chicken or the egg yeah mm. There's so much to it isn't there <laughs> yeah. but then because the, the, then it gets to that deepest question like who is the self yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know who is this person you know yeah. who is this identity who am I am I this body am I this mind yeah, yeah, am yeah. I this idea these memories this you know who is the one that's even making the effort yeah, yeah. definitely and is it just destiny that I'm meant to be making that effort in this lifetime now at this time <laughs> or you know is it my choice and who am I actually that's making that choice yeah and who am I that's asking the question <laughs> I don't think we'll ever get I don't think we'll ever get to a point of like uh, truth in that in that question but we can get to a point of can we not do you reckon do you reckon we can find uh, the truth on who's making the decisions um so if you look at like some of the work of Ramana Maharishi have you heard of, heard of Ramana Maharishi so he was a great Advaita Vedanta teacher Advaita Vedanta means non-dualism so the whole practice is completely based on this one question who am I that's the main question and in that question in asking that question 
you can start to maybe have an experience. It's not something that someone will say, this is the truth, you must believe it. Yeah. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. It has to be a self inquiry. Yeah, it's called self inquiry. So, I mean, like someone like Muji, you've heard of Muji? Yeah. yeah. So, he's his teacher, Papaji, was inspired by Ramana Maharishi. So, it's kind of in that same, he's talking in that same terminology and in, in that same vein of uh, practice, which is called self inquiry. Wow. Is so, that like is that the practice as well of of seeing? Because I've heard it before. The practice of like see you have a medit- you do a meditation or whatever it is. You just be walking down the street, and you just the practice of constantly asking yourself like who am I? Who's the yeah? Is that, is that what you're talking about there? Yeah. So so one of the books of Ramana Maharshi is saying who am I? So actually, and then that if you actually ask you that question enough, then you'll get to the point of realizing the self that the self is not this body not this mind not these emotions not these conditionings not these memory not even these experiences not these you know not this physical experience yeah. not these even these ideas of spiritual experience or visions or all, all of that none yeah. of that but but there is one there is one being that says I am yeah, yeah. there is some one I, I, like, identity. I, like, I like that do you, do you so find it's kind of oh sorry uh, so it's, it's actually it's based on a lot of the things that were written from so many thousands of years in the Upanishads like from the Rishis and the Vedas mm. and then someone called Adi Shankara he's got a lot of work around it he was about a thousand years back and then even more recently people like Ramana Maharishi Nisardata um, but because it's, it's kind of there's a f- sort of freedom that we can experience you know mm-hmm. through even and like another similar one like we did the song last time I shared to you not this body not this mind yeah, it's yeah, also cool taken song. from that same kind of tradition you can say of Advaita Vedanta so if just although we experience most, most of our life as a body and mind just by saying I'm not this body and mind, yeah. certain freedom can be experienced. Mm-hmm. So we could say, you know, so you said, sorry to, to, no, to, no, no. to um, uh, kind of pipe them down. So, yeah, to sort of challenge your, 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 um, we're here to get challenged in life. Yeah, like to your, your, your statement that you could never find the truth in that. But uh, I feel like it is possible to find the truth in that. And then being around, uh, someone like Amma or someone like Muji or someone like do you think that's like, an individualized truth or do you think that's a universal truth both so so then so that that, that <laughs> paradox actually would say that that universal is the individual and the and the individual is the wow. universal that's a good answer so there's another brother. there's another quote from Ramana Maharishi so I'm, I'm, I'm actually on this whatsapp group which is sending all these daily quotes from Ramana, Ramana Maharishi and from Amma wow. so like because always our limited mind construct it's always like mm. working you know so it's always that that's the one that makes us feel disempowered that makes us feel falling down that makes us feel like we're we're useless or you know all of that mm-hmm. but having these quotes from these beings who these human beings who've realized that essence and their words are like medicine so it's just like medicine yeah. for this illness of of disempowerment so another thing that he said is everyone has heard the thing of that the the drop unites with the ocean no, it's more rare to have the wisdom that the, the drop contains the ocean. Oh, wow, what a yeah, quote. Yeah, really what a great quote. Yeah. I love that, by the way. You knew before when you were saying about ask, like sitting with yourself and asking yourself questions, like you said, we were talking on the essence of like asking who I am, sort of say. Mm. But do you, do you, I mean, this is for both, it's really all of us, really, but yeah. do you find that when, say, if you have a tricky point in your life where you, you say you're struggling in a certain area, whatever it is, relationships, job, or something like that, if, if you take that essence of asking yourself who am I and you take and you translate that over to like ask a question about something you want to change do you find in your life that eventually you do find the answer because 
when in my life, say if I do have a problem and I'm sitting with it and I, I, I'm patient with myself and I keep asking myself the question again and again and again and again, whatever it is, eventually something does come from within and give you guidance and, and tell you what you tell you what you really want to know and to guide you in the right direction that you've deep down you wanted to go to. Do you find that as well? Yeah, I mean, I find that um, self-inquiry is a process and at certain times you feel like really clear of who you are. Mm where you're going and uh, what, what what your life consists of. But other times you kind of get a little bit stuck. Because when I first um, started inquiring, you know, yeah, with myself, yeah. like I always thought clarity was a place where you arrived. You know, you arrive, you, you get clarity and then you know where you're going and you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think clarity is somewhere where you arrive and then, you know, you continue that process to keep clarifying yeah. and clarifying as time goes on, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah, just... Um, it's difficult. Sometimes things are crystal clear. Sometimes they're not. You know, and this is just. Uh, I think it's like the cosmic yeah. joke. You know, the, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I found um, going back to the point um, of the the self. Because I done a vipassana recently, which was like really mm-hmm. kind of you just sit with yourself. You know, and it's like there's so many levels to our our physical mind. You know, it's not just like thoughts. It's like like so I have music playing in my head you know it's just yeah. like music going on. but then I have myself like going oh can I shut that music off you know yeah. it's like there's like different <laughs> parts of your your mind you know doing different things you know so mm. it's really like the I feel like the more you sit in silence and the more you sit with yourself the more you kind of like start to see how kind of complex it is you yeah. know mm. but then behind that I think there's like just one individual single observer so you know it's like that observes this vast universe that yeah. we've created within us. Even when, I think, I like that, and even when you do sort of, when you do sit with your thoughts, I've noticed that, I mean, we have all these these patterns going on in our mind and these stories that we're telling us all the time, but I've noticed what you just said there, the essence is that it's more of a, that voice, it's not, it actually, it doesn't speak in a language to me, it's more like sort of, it's, it goes beyond language. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you find that when the, the inner voice, whatever it is, it's not like in terms of, it's not your analytical mind that's in this in this room now, it's something that goes far more deeper that beyond language, so to say. Do you, do you find that as well? Yeah. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, think, I think language has many levels, you know. It's kind of like you have spoken language and body language, you have energetic language, mm. and sometimes, like, you know, you have, like, these synchronicities. I feel like that is a language, you know. It's like yeah. something's, mm. like... I think, like, we often think of language as spoken and ri- written word, but, like, numbers are a language, you know. I feel like there's multiple, like, languages. You know, like, when you go and you sit in nature and you sit by a tree yeah. and you put your hand on it, like, it speaks to you. It doesn't speak to mm. you in yeah. words, you know, but this, it's a... You know, it's a something yeah, it's a happens. To you, like, like, like the birds singing sometimes, like yeah. you, you just have a, or or yeah, even like sometimes you see a signpost in the street and yeah, there's always signs. Yeah, for, like for, dead end. That's my life. What's going on? Signs speaking to me. Someone might be on your mind. There's something that you might want to do, and then you might see a sign like that. Okay, that's a good sign not to do that. Yeah, I just recently tried a 30-day challenge. That was one of the ones that my girlfriend challenges with because I was really deep into me um, educating, educating myself through knowledge, um, through books, podcasts, everything. And she just challenged herself. She just challenged me and said, why don't you try for 30 days and just to be with your own thoughts? Mm. Try and void of no podcasts, no books, 
<laughs> no television. Just try and be with your own thoughts and see but what. She said, see, see with me as well. <laughs> see with me. See what manifests. But she went. See what answers you get. And so I tried it for like three days. I'm. I'm honestly. This was the hardest thing, because suddenly you realise everything is knowledge. Everything is information. Everything is data. And it's it's an it's an impossible task to try and isolate your mind far beyond that of information and data because everything is information data even even going into a pitch black room Dan gave the point of um, before it was he said um, an isolation tank but even an isolation tank the feel of the water the darkness of the room it's all information it's all a code for you to unravel yeah. and that's what I was getting from this and it was impossible I even I think after about five days I was like nah this is impossible give us something else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give us something else please <laughs> but um, I don't know what you think, guys think on that do you think it's impossible to, to get beyond like this informational data field that we're surrounded in like internally and externally mm, that's a good question <laughs> I guess I guess I feel that like book knowledge and podcast knowledge or internet knowledge is very different from sensory knowledge and experiential mm. what is someone else's experience is different from what you can experience for yourself you know and mm. sometimes you can be inspired well often we can all be inspired by like listening to the great teachers or books or things like that but it's not really worth anything unless you can experience so so i feel like i i, I would rec- i would say to you like for your for your girlfriend challenge maybe you should have a go <laughs> again <laughs> because because okay so like I, I don't know just like sitting in a dark room if you really can sit and do that i mean like like if you pass an eye as well by just closing off what you're looking at with because I mean mm-hmm. uh, I, I lead some simple meditation sessions for people sometimes and um, in some yoga centers and that and other places and one of the things that always comes through and a lot of it is is also stuff that I've learned but also through my meditation practice and experience I'm kind of also agreeing with what I'm what I'm hearing from these different teachers and stuff so mm-hmm. It's kind of saying that all of the different sacred traditions from all around the world, they all tell us the same thing in mm-hmm. thousands of different ways. Mm-hmm. But it's ultimately this, that while we're seeking our happiness or our satisfaction or our knowledge, even externally, we'll never be satisfied. Oh. But if we can actually seek within internally and connect to that deepest core of our being within our being then we can experience what we're seeking satisfaction fulfillment you know it's 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 strange because i always thought happiness was where i wanted to get to but then it's if you cling to that as well it's leads to disappointment because Mm. it's impermanent too right so it's kind of like you know you spend a lot of your life thinking this is where you want to go and then realizing okay you know like maybe there's something behind it all that's yeah. you know not the yeah. you know not the seeking of some kind of sensory feeling Completely. right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean this is uh, i haven't really heard your music actually man but this is the main subject matter of all of my songs of all mm-hmm. of my chants and stuff like that they're all kind of yeah 
on that same subject matter, which is also the same subject matter of the Vedas and the Mantras, and I'm, I'm kind of just making it in my own little kind of translation, new school, <laughs> new school <laughs> translation. <laughs> I'm not actually a musician, but I mean, I do lyricist, music, yeah, 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 but yeah, like, it's yeah, not yeah. really my, my main thing, you know, but yeah, okay. it's like, a, but I'm more into the political stuff, but very much about peace and love as well, because yeah. I, I feel like they blend well, you know, because a lot of the activism without the compassion becomes the same thing that yeah just um, hate stuff yeah you know, sort of <laughs> form of hating people right yeah so you know i feel like uh, the whole kind of uh you know self-improvement and love compassion caring you know m- merged with that is possibly how we move forward you know? yeah but, yeah and i'm already before when you were saying about connecting to the self i mean what are some what are some practices that you do do in your life that's crucial for you to connect with that i mean is music's probably one for you as well but is there any other practices that you both do that help you connect to that true self um i i used to meditate every single day Mm. for like years i I was doing it and um it was actually when i first drank ayahuasca that i kind of felt oh i don't need to meditate anymore which was silly um (laughs) but you know i kind of felt like i had it figured out after that um but so I haven't really been solid in my meditation practice, but I do take my shoes and socks off and uh, go in the garden, kind of dig my feet in the ground and uh, mm. kind of bounce a little bit, you know, and, yeah. and a bit more bit more movement these days. I, I'm finding uh, moving meditation, you know, like uh, breath work and stuff a lot more mm. um, effective, you know, and um, reading and writing, something yeah. that I do mm. every day just about as well. What's some things for you, Anima? I mean... Yeah, bit of exercise is good as yeah. well for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I try and do a little bit of the the asana side of yoga as well, just to you know, but so that body's flexible, and then when I sit, then I can yeah. feel the feel the energy better. But yeah, mantra meditation is is really important, and then also just studying the 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 teachings from from the teachers from Ammar from yeah. Ramana, like I was saying, and and meditating on these these. Uh, uh, reading some books from enlightened masters like that too but yes mantra meditation and sitting and giving thanks giving yeah, yeah spending time that's that's a very important part of my life yeah, i love that yeah. when before as well when we're talking about information and things like that i mean the question i've been asking myself a lot lately is is that as a society i mean we look around the world now and i mean to even just ha- make this podcast happen i've connected you with, with you on social media i've connected with you yeah, on social yeah, media right, yeah. Yeah. but do you do you have you questioned the fact of are we actually becoming more connected or disconnected as a society yeah i think nearly everyone in yeah. both of your questions today have have like a have a paradoxical yeah. answer yeah. <laughs> i mean everything can have a paradoxical yeah. answer because yeah. 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 there's always there's always infinite views but yeah i feel like um i mean you said you had prince ea on on your podcast yeah. once isn't it so yeah, yeah. he's got a really good video about it actually about how social media is also I don't know if you've seen that one as a really good one that he put out that was um, he's got so many really good ones but there was one that he was saying about how we've got so many friends on Facebook but actually like how many friends have you really yeah and who's really actually ready to come and meet up with you and spend some time Mm -hmm. with you and actually be be here you know yeah Um, so in a way yeah I think it has great aspects like the fact that we met like this and nearly a lot of my my work and um, for, as, as a musician and sharing meditation, sharing music, it's through people seeing what you're doing on Facebook, seeing the videos you're putting out, and they're like, okay, we, we connect through that medium, and then, yeah, and you, then actually make yeah. some real connections as well. But um, yeah, then it ends up being through the <laughs> social yeah. media. I, as well. I, I, I love that. I love, oh, sorry, sorry, just two sentences. I, I love that point because um, we had that 
progress through the podcast where we were doing initially we were doing Skype interviews and things like that mm. and I mean that's similar to Facebook where you'd message someone and can we initially connect with, connect with you yeah, but yeah. the next stage of that evolution to make them more real was to not do them on Skype was to actually sit with you in person yeah. so I could feel your emotions it's like yeah, the yeah, connection yeah. that you don't that, that gets missed through technology mm-hmm. and well, that's what I just want to say anyway yeah. I once tried to do a drum lesson on Skype the guy was really adamant that we do it in Skype he only lived in like Hackney he didn't live far away but yeah. I was like no no let's just do it on Skype it was really I didn't enjoy it I mean yeah. I could teach him some beats but I couldn't really hear him and we mm. couldn't hear each other at the same time because the resonance of the sound of the drum mm-hmm. was only coming through that little yeah. microphone maybe if we were both linked up to subwoofers it would yeah. <laughs> right but you know that, that didn't happen so yeah. do you think I, oh, so, I, no I've got sorry man that's, I didn't no, that's all right. a lot of people have actually asked me yeah, for like music sessions or, or online and it hasn't really I've, I've never really been so attracted to do it but I mean but I'm open for it guys for 49.99 details send over two grand two grand, two grand. Yeah. 49 that's cheap that's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good sales pitch for actually it was really not good but <laughs> if you want to <laughs> I, think, I, I think more if it was maybe like a guided meditation or something like that that could work but um, yeah drum lesson when we were trying to hear each other for me if I was trying to hear him if he was yeah. doing it right and then correct and say no like this and it was it was very it's just the same as live musical if you sort of go and see if you listen to a song I mean it's, it's amazing that like you have the ability to listen to a track on your phone or whatever it is, yeah, wherever yeah. you want but then when you're actually at the real it's thing different, there's a course. different yeah, form yeah, of yeah, yeah, thing yeah. isn't there yeah. I think it's because it's like live as well it's actually happening in that moment you know? sure. and it's just like uh, you know the nearest thing is a live stream but it's still a live stream has not the but same the, kind you, of impact and, as that I'll let you speak sorry this is all it's all gold everyone it's not the fact of the music I think as well it's the, the community aspect yeah, the that you're with other people yeah. and you can share that moment yeah. with other people because that's that's one of the most things that I've noticed in my life is that, that when you do share moments with other people that makes that thing even more special definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. you have meaning and significance through that isn't it yeah, yeah. Sure. But yeah well, what I was going to say before guys was just basically you know um, I'm looking around now and I've seen a lot of people a lot of uh, the younger generation they are very social media oriented whereas we we caught like we caught probably in our late 20s something like that I'm guessing yeah. everyone yeah so we yeah. we missed it before the um, the real start of the boom we're making up for it now yeah we're, <laughs> yeah. we're making up for it now been on but, Facebook 10 years actually so yeah. wow <laughs> yeah. so there you go yeah. but um, but now we're seeing like I don't know how long I've been on it maybe some maybe about 6, 7 years but yeah See, I'm 30 I, now but I yeah, never had a mobile phone sure. until I was like 17 20s. or something yeah, yeah, like that yeah, yeah, so yeah. like and now I'm seeing children obsessed with a mobile yeah, phone to the point of yeah like parents trying to hide them yeah. or in the computer consoles as well I mean mm-hmm. I was probably on mine I mean I had Nintendo 64 and play you know, I didn't even yeah Playstation by the time Playstation I was finished with computer games but yeah, yeah. Sega Mega Drive SNES yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was into it you know back then and, yeah. even then, and that can get you a bit like yeah. it, it feels like it's got time. to the point now though where it's so real and it takes the, like this child's mind into this whole like virtual reality sim- simulator yeah. and even on the phone when they're watching videos they're constantly getting more disconnected from, from like from the actual world yeah, yeah. We, I think there's actually a lot of people that has been like actually called an actual syndrome and disease yeah they have social social media related illnesses now and stuff you know addictions and things like they have labels I can't remember the names of them is it something to be worried about for the future for this do you reckon I guess so (laughs) I mean but is it is it really worth worrying yeah I mean it depends like if you've got people that you're in touch with yeah I think it'd be it's good to try and 
keep get people connected to real life experiences yeah. as much as possible because yeah I've, I've heard and i've met people who literally recluses and they can't leave their house because they yeah. what they what they do they sit and watch tv mm. and computer games like of minecraft i think there's a whole big, big yeah, online yeah. community of minecraft and literally uh some young people in their 20s who've never gone out like never leave the house they was afraid to leave the house or maybe they just go out to the shop mm-hmm. very occasionally to get a bit of food and they don't look after themselves and it's like it's, it is it is a real issue but I mean I personally wouldn't worry about it because yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would help yeah. if we can find some solutions for things then then great so, so yeah. I think sorry I, I was going to say one thing I was thinking of is what I think is quite hard is that like Chris said before used the example of that we we were in a period where we used to play outside we used to run outside yeah. and climb trees and stuff like that mm. so we've had this sort of um, compass I would call it that way we used to see what it was like to play outside mm-hmm. but ch- children now have been it's a different world now and the technological advances and children have been born in a world where it's everything steeped with this mm-hmm. programming yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. how it is this is everything and how I mean, I couldn't. I mean, how's it? How hard is it going to be for some, like, for, in the future, yeah. for when sh- children are being born, to find their way through I, that? I guess, like, we don't really know, like, the long-term effects of these things yeah. because it hasn't been around that yeah, long. Really so, point. kids at really the moment point. are being born into this new thing. Like, kids who are like six or seven years old have had that their whole life. Mm. We didn't have it our whole life, yeah, yeah, yeah. so their brains are still developing. So, mm-hmm. you just don't know what effect it's going to have when they're thirty, you know, yeah. because mm-hmm. it hasn't happened yet, you know. So it's a uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's 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 a strange one. Uh, you know, as we said, that social media has brought, for me personally, it's brought so much into my life. You know, in terms mm. of people and connections, but a lot, a lot of um, connections in like this America and you know, yeah. like uh, across the globe through blogging and, and writing and stuff. But at the same time, it's, it is addictive. You know, like mm. it is, and some of the information is addictive, mm. and some of it is not necessarily productive. And some like I, I have found myself like involved in something and I'm like where did this last two hours go you know yeah, like, definitely. you know why am I reading comments on this yeah some post? thread yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's, that, that's, I don't that's even care about yeah someone says some stupid stuff <laughs> yeah and some others or someone says something good and then someone says something stupid about yeah. it and then blah, 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 yeah. yeah it's, it's it, that yeah it can really be a drain yeah. I feel like we have to be very like be a warrior just very disciplined yeah. in how we're using it okay mm. if our work is centered around it then we need to use it but mm-hmm. Like it can be, it is. It yeah. is a battle. That is a battle. That's one of the questions I'm yeah. asking myself actually yeah. at the moment to go back to your original question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is about how when, to like. I've seen that some people would say, okay, I'm doing my admin, answering my messages and my emails between mm-hmm. five to seven p.m. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not getting off. I'm, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to enter Facebook or Instagram yeah, or anything like that. Boundaries. Apart from those times, I would like to do that. I haven't actually done that at the moment, yeah. especially if I've got. I'm putting on a, an event and people are like, "Yeah, great," and you're sharing it and invi- inviting people, and it, it takes a lot of time. But um, yeah, it's an interesting. I guess being yeah. able to <laughs> yeah, do, yeah. to go in and just do that do and not be sucked into the yeah, vortex yeah, yeah, is yeah, like that's you know that's yeah. a, 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 I'm still trying to master. Create that. some good work mm. vortexes for yourself for people to get lifted up through them. Hopefully, yeah, 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 yeah don't get sucked that. into the <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it can be mad. And, yeah. yeah, but even the positive stuff that's the thing. Like you can even like lose a day. Like what for like, sure. reading yeah, positive yeah. quotes and stuff. You know, yeah, you feel good, but I really have stuff I'm meant to be doing. Yeah, I've lost the whole day. 
even so, like, even though it's heavier to carry around a book in your bag, mm-hmm. you feel better if you read that quote from a from a piece of paper yeah. rather yeah. than if you read it from the screen because mm-hmm. the screen is then telling you thing. I've noticed actually, if I'm feeling tired, but then I sit and answer a message, or I'm getting this like this like you're talking about the sensory information. I'm getting someone messaging me, then it kind of like and I'm looking at the screen it does something in my brain yeah, that yeah, activates yeah. me a little bit I can see that there is yeah, a certain like, addictive quality to actually the screen you know so yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I spent um, nine days just totally off all of the all, all technology completely and also not talking to anybody mm-hmm. and I, I could only do five years this week, year but I did a year before I did nine days um, and just did my practice and it was such a relief and then yeah. when I got back onto it I realised how how polluting it is it yeah, really yeah. does Whoa. it's really yeah. good to spend time completely detoxing yeah. was that so your was that what your big revelation was when you did your uh, detox from your technology was it how polluting technology I'm um, sorry social media can be I think getting back onto it actually oh right, yeah. right. <laughs> but you know it's so strange because even if we have our tele- telepathic um, you know uh, awareness so even if we're not using it, when someone's messaging us, yeah. some we might even feel it somewhere. I don't know. I have <laughs> yeah. that experience. Yeah. That, like I haven't looked at my, at my messages, but the people who I've I have come into my mind in, in this last little while, mm. they I've, I've then open up and see oh they've messaged me or they've shared something that I've yeah. done. Or, you know it's kind yeah. of have you have <laughs> you had the example of where um, this is this is really scary. This I've had this and it, it pains us to even say it, but I've recognised it. Um, if you're expecting a text message, you feel it before it even happens in your pocket like you I don't know what it is have you said that like, you feel what like radiation or magic <laughs> which, I, which don't, one? I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know it's just yeah. you get oh, the, the sense that, the, that before it even vibrates you, you, your head's telling you that your phone's vibrating so you keep yeah. checking oh, it yeah, yeah like I think feeling, that's like a, a, a feeling of connectedness yeah yeah, 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 yeah I get that you know yeah quite a lot when you, yeah. when you, when you were saying before as well about um, how um, everything is oh what, sorry what do you say again I've lost my two of thought when you were talking about um, how we don't know what we're doing in terms of technology, we don't know how, what's the implications of technology. Mm-hmm. We had a scenario before where, because um, I think that's fractal, it goes for everything, like mm-hmm. a lot of modern day things that's going on in the world. We don't actually, we don't know what the effects of these things are. Mm-hmm. And we had one where we're driving down here to Dale in London and there was basically, like Chris was on edge. He was getting a pain in his head of driving mm-hmm. because there's so much, he's like watching the road, he's watching if people are crossing. There's so much data, there's the birds, the trees, mm-hmm. everything's going on constantly mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And he said he like had a pain and he could feel it. But like evolutionary, I mean, there's so many things that, that we're doing that we the implications are we, we we're so babyfied to the to these things that we don't know what in the future how they're gonna affect us on so mm-hmm. many levels. Yeah. Have you recognised that anything in your lives of of other things that that have you ever thought about that? I know technology is a big one, but have you thought about any other things that might be affecting us in different? I levels? mean, at the moment, that it feels like something's happening, and I was actually speaking. I think it's to my girlfriend earlier, you know, and I was like, um, either some, like the air is yeah, being one, overly that. polluted or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like yeah. something. I feel different at the moment and like yeah what, what I actually said to my girlfriend is either we're going through some kind of purge ascension kind of pains or something mm. or there's some something weird going on because so I'm many people <laughs> yeah, so many people I know at the moment seem to be experiencing this kind of like you know oh, it's quite painful you know like it's almost like a purge that we're going through so I don't know the, the fact is like there's probably things we don't know about yeah. you know mm. like food quality like there's just like so many um signs when you go into like the supermarkets and stuff these mm. days that like they're 
producing too much like the ripe bananas that are green you know like yeah, which yeah. Are, they're obviously just rushing them through you know because like the demand is so high so mm. i don't know there's just I like mean, plastic as well there's apparently yeah. uh, there's the whole thing about i mean in in trivandrum in, in kerala in south india they've actually banned plastic in the mm -hmm. whole city so they don't have any plastic bags oh, anymore wow. so which is a good step for mm -hmm. one place in the world yeah, but like yeah be good if everywhere does it as well mm, isn't it yeah. there's so much plastic mm. like that the whales mm. and the birds are eating and yeah. mashing up the planet you know, and i actually yeah. went to um a morning rave recently and they had pl plastic cups which were not plastic you know and, okay uh, yeah, yeah you know they've got all this new technology that is yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah. like you can so it's just about adopting that technology i know it might be yeah. a little bit more expensive or whatever you I know mean, but it's that, the, the, that's the thing though yeah. isn't it there's the technology is also there now for mm -hmm. there to be absolutely zero pollution yeah so mm -hmm. for all the cars to be completely ecological for mm -hmm. all of our power all of our electricity to be completely based from nature and be non-harmful mm -hmm. yet there's also there's uh, a lot of greed from all of yeah the do you think that's down with like a disconnect and, that really, what you just said there is that due to a disconnect like that understanding like i said because um i mean if you will because in life right i think we we do a lot of things like i've noticed this in my life we're going against who we truly are as people all the time like we go to the we'll fill up our cars with petrol yeah. but like you know in your heart that's wrong but then yeah. there's like a there's something that happens in our mind that just allows it like a disconnect like go, food. isn't it yeah, yeah like yeah. food mm. like how do you how do you balance that because i'm not doing a good job of balancing that i'm here mm. but it's it's so hard to find out way through yeah, that yeah i mean it's it's, it's like it, we have to do the best in the yeah. environment mm -hmm. that we're in isn't it like for example even eating in supermarkets it's really unethical because they throw away so much food if yeah. you can it's best best for us to go yeah. and eat at farmers markets mm -hmm. like one week we went to get some food from the farmer market the farmers market and uh the vegetables were like fresh you could taste how good they felt they like they weren't even certified organic but they were like the, the farmer said actually they're better than organic because they the organic standards can use certain pesticides but this was yeah, just like true. literally zero pesticides mm -hmm. grown from the earth locally grown and eating that food just felt so good you put it in a in a paper bag or like yeah. a, 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 a you know um a material cotton bag and it was a hundred times better there was no plastic every time but unfortunately it's just like one day a week when we and we ha haven't been free to go there again and that would be the best place to get our vegetables every week from the farmer's yeah. market but yeah. then it ends up going ends up going to Sainsbury's because of convenience and there's yeah. a Sainsbury's everywhere and all the little shops are missing like, all those yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah we have to do, do the best that we can but it's like also the, us being stuck in the system of like not having enough time having to make money and then you end up yeah. using the, the yeah. using utilizing these unbalanced um uh, solutions just to continue our survival for us to eat foods for us to have a roof over our head and all that yeah. kind of thing. but um yeah what can we it's do? that battle with that grand picture isn't it you always look at everything else you think well i'd love to i'd love to do that i'd love to go to a farmer's mode well, that's 40 minutes down the road whereas Aldi's just there and, yeah, uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love I, to work for an ethical company but they don't pay as much as they do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think I, I've been actually going through this process what you said is mm. there any questions you've been asking this is another one you know is like what's right and what's wrong you know and mm -hmm. like you know how how do you balance that out you know and uh you know i guess like when you become aware of something you know not doing the thing that you've become aware of because we're not we can't we can't be aware of everything right you yeah. know like mm -hmm. you might be going to a store and think 
oh this is great you know it's organic it's whatever and then you mm. find out that they're using like child labour or whatever you know like you just don't know certain yeah, things you know back to yeah. plastic and yeah. whatever the yeah. recyclable yeah you know yeah. but I, I guess I've really kind of like um, a, an example from my life um, you know was um, before I went to Vipassana um, and I needed some clothes and I was kind of like uh, searching around couldn't find any clothes and I was like oh, do you know what? I'm just going to go in Primark and I went into Primark bought some clothes you know but I'd heard like Primark have had some like issues and stuff you know, with, yeah, with all that kind of stuff mm. and when I was at Vipassana I was wearing them and I, I, I couldn't wear them I was like mm. it was just like paining me I was just like why did mm. I buy this stuff mm. you know and it, and uh, eventually I just ended up wearing the same few things like <laughs> every right. day and like you know rinsing them out and stuff and it's kind of like I guess um you know, people can say, oh, you just got to do, you know, whatever, go with the flow. And like, sometimes you got to be a bit flexible. But for me, it kind of like was a big deal that I'd done that. So I'm kind of coming to a, a stage in my life where I feel like if I know something's wrong, that I have to, you know, stay away from it because it's just, yeah. just for my personal kind of, um, you know, I, I don't know, just uh, my it becomes morality. an identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes an identity, really, doesn't mm-hmm. it? You have to. Each and every single decision we make, I believe, forms our own overall identity. Mm-hmm. Um, the compound effect it was a big book. Have you ever read that, guys? Yeah. Um, it's, it's basically saying that every single individual decision that you do has a great impact on your, on your life. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's basically, I seen the day when I was watching the game, a couple of lads just dropped their balls on the floor. And I, immediately I thought, oh, nothing to do with me. But then I knew if I stick with that decision in my mind, that would eventually form an identity of someone who's lackadaisical, couldn't be bothered, got this uh, attitude of not not my problem, not my fault. So I just went, you know what? I'm picking these. So I picked up these both these bottles and I just put them in the bin. And immediately I felt, you know what? That's going to be the progress. Just that one little slight decision mm-hmm. is forming the identity of who I want to be. Mm-hmm. So to me, that book in itself, it was basically saying. Um, it's, it's a funny one though that that one's an interesting one so can I oh yeah continue there? it's a really good so, book by the way it's a really good book good about that, that experience that you had there so about littering so often when I'm out in nature that's often what I'll do or maybe I'll, and I'll start picking up a few things and if I've got to see my hands too full then suddenly there'll be a plastic bag oh, I can fill up I can clean up the natural environment a little bit now if you see someone littering that's an interesting one I mean so mm. <laughs> like I've had uh, I've seen I've been with, with someone who said Hey, you're not going to pick that up, and then they, and then the person that was probably like a teenage kid, and they're like, "What?" And they're, you know, get yeah, aggressive. Yeah. And, stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a nice, ni- nice way to put it because one thing is just picking up rubbish someone else has done, but they haven't learned anything from that. That's yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. But That's then really again, if they're lads at a football game, you might have got in a <laughs> in a fight, and you might have come with a big, big black eye. From Ca- caused a bigger yeah. mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting one. But I remember one time I was I was on a bike. And there were some drunk kids, and they picked some. They they like on late at night. I was cycling back from somewhere, and I was on the bike, and I said, and, and and a guy like dropped uh, some rubbish, and I was like, "You dropped something," and I was on the bike, and he was like, and he actually he went and picked it up. Actually, it went somewhere in his. Yeah, in his oh, wow, that's good. That. Yeah. I think it's quite a, it's quite a good a good thing to say if someone deliberately dropped something. He's like, "Oh, you dropped something." Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's ways. Yours, yeah, you know? there's, there's, <laughs> like yeah, to to not be aggressive yeah, with it, isn't it? Right? There's ways, right? You know, like because uh, it's, it's uh, like you can address a situation without creating a conflict, right? Mm. You know, and I guess like when you create a conflict in a situation, then it can be worse than the, the situation, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind yeah. of like um, 
I think there's there's ways you can go off this, but obviously picking it up and not saying anything is probably better than just leaving it, right? So that, I don't know. There's so many different. I think in your situation, I would have probably done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think I was able to do that in that that moment because I was on a bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. I, I think if I was walking, maybe I wouldn't have done it because there was a few of these kids. And yeah. Like, you know and they're all drunk. So yeah. I've, I've gone into situations as well, like I've seen like a guy and a girl like having a huge argument, and I'm coming and. Like, are you guys all right? Like, do you like, like is everything cool? And then the guy's like, "Why are you there?" And then his friend yeah. comes to so just leave him alone. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he tried, tried to come and spot me, you know. Like, yeah, like, yeah. But you still try to be you, your own person. You start, still try to stand up for what you believe is right, which is a good, good thing in a way. Yeah, but mm-hmm. sometimes you get yourself in a mess in that. You can't. Yeah, you, you, can. mm. you go into a. It depends. It, it's like sometimes you can go and make a difference. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can't. Sometimes people are just so caught up in there rubbish that you trying to go and help just brings you into the rubbish so it's exactly. like good to know how how much uh, difference you can make in a situation I think that is that's well, a good point actually I think that goes as well for I've noticed that in my life um, like when you when we when you're on this path of like knowledge and you self development and whatever you want to call it spiritual mm. development self development and you're, you're learning more things in your life you want to try and put that on other people yeah, like, ever, like your partners or ever who it is, and you can sort of and you can force things onto them that who mm-hmm. they're not really are. Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you deal with I, that in your daily life? I this went through that. Power. I uh, <laughs> when yeah. when I first started meditation, um, like eight years, I can't remember how, exactly how long ago, ago it was. Um, I became very because I, I had a crazy like experience, like um, Kundalini awakening, like yeah. quite quickly after I started. Uh, meditation and like i was in this state of euphoria um which i thought was like this is it you know everyone's got to know yeah this is it like you know i I know what's up you know kind of place um and yeah i became very much like i took my girlfriend at the time you should really get into this like you know kind of a bit resistance and then i was like no you should you know and kept like kind of but what (laughs) what what it done was created a divide you know it created a it created a, a um problem in our in in the relationship it made things worse you know so i think like you have you have to kind of lead by example i think you know and uh not try and force your that's the the name of the article i wrote was why you should never force your spiritual beliefs on other people (laughs) and it's one of the most popular articles i ever wrote and um yeah kind (laughs) of yeah you know know, and it was um you know uh, that was a that was a a, 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 (laughs) (laughs) but that's that that was a lesson you know that was and i I think like sometimes you have to you have to do something wrong to realize it's wrong and yeah. then learn from it in that way you know and uh, I guess you get it wrong until you get it right I have been through that same experience <laughs> yeah. I have myself as yeah. well yeah totally yeah, yeah. 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 It's crazy um, it, it, do you think it's wrong though to try and bring someone in like in, in, who you really are and especially someone like close like a family or a I don't think it's wrong but it's like it depends on their reaction you know if yeah. you're like oh you should try and meditate you know, like, I don't want to be like yeah you should you should you should, you should. then so, it's a bit so, like pushy yeah, yeah. I can know? say my experience yeah. was like so I started getting into meditation when I was 13 and similar to yourself I had this very profound awakening mm-hmm. and experience and sensation you know through the chakras and all this yeah. kind of thing and I was like you know how can everybody not be? Everyone's lost. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Save them. You know, so yeah, and and um, 
I really tried to get my parents to come along. I would like be, I, and I and I was on it. My mum, you have to come into it. Come on, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to. And like my sister's got freaked out. There's like, oh, he's got a picture of a guru in his room. Like, what, like, like what's happening? Like, like, <laughs> like another like close friend who was a family member as well. Like we were really close when he saw that I got into meditation. I haven't mm-hmm. spoken for years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but um, then. A couple of years on, I started to deepen into the experience and stabilize it. And then people started to say, hey, something's different about you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, so I feel like that's really the way it's like, by, like you say, leading by example, yeah. not, never trying to force anyone into anything, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Giving, a, giving an invitation, but yeah. not with any forcefulness. Whenever you try and force it onto to anyone and they're not ready for it, mm-hmm. it's like then you're, you're just creating more, more of a blockage. And they might do it and then resent doing it or whatever exactly. you know like it yeah, can yeah. See, you know even if they kind of like yeah 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 like it can create a bigger bigger problem you know yeah. Mm. I, yeah I've had that before with certain people they'll try and they'll just do something because they want to please you mm-hmm. but then they'll you can't keep you can't you can't pretend to be someone else for, for so long because eventually you will get found out like mm-hmm. you know how hard it is to, to keep doing your practice of meditation how much focus that takes mm-hmm. like someone can pretend to do that but eventually they're going to they're going to initially they're going to pretend that they're tricking themselves but then they, they're not going to keep doing it so, like something's going to come up in the head yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's okay to have the yin and the yang of like um, uh, with it with your family or your partner or your friends it's okay to have your own thing I mean a lot of people feel like oh I need to be what my friends are or I need to be me, me dad was a, a bricklayer I need to be a bricklayer because we come a long line of bricklayers and, yeah. and you, oh, you feel like this is your path but some people feel like a real disconnect with trying to like get away from a family or a friend or or a partner who's like who's really um who instills their kind of beliefs on them like we're just talking about really this is basically just emphasizing the point Mm -hmm. point a bit more but yeah like i really see it a lot when when i look at people who come from a generation a long line of generation of this or mm-hmm. I've got a, this is my group of friends and we always go to the football every Saturday <laughs> yeah and, and they, they always have these like rituals and they're free to step out of the comfort zone yeah. like, someone could be like asking like a big question inside like going, mm-hmm. what is the nature of this reality yeah, yeah oh, shut up man you have another drink yeah. <laughs> I think you can fall into an identity and like not actually I don't can, know, can, choose is the right word because you yeah. probably don't choose your identity anyway you kind of just but sometimes like your surroundings create your identity and or your false identity and mm. you don't you can't really differentiate yourself from, because it, it's just too much of a coincidence that 20 people are in one group and they all do exactly the same yeah. thing right yeah <laughs> you know it's yeah, kind of like it's true, yeah right. you know but then again maybe not because like the people who i've met recently seem to all be into the same thing and you know so i don't know it's uh do you think if it's I, weird. do you think if I took you out of your situations right now, so and I put you into something completely different, like what for example? Say, um, <laughs> say that example, like if say you're surrounded by twenty lads who just want to go out watch the football and have a drink, say you were put in that situation and you were there for about eight hours, do you reckon you would become involved in the? the same banter the same type of atmosphere the same I, I gave up emotional drinking, so I, like, I think I could put, be in that situation yeah. do you think they're but emotional? I think I'd have to be myself in that situation so it would, mm. I don't know how that would unfold it depends like uh, so I've been thinking about going hanging out with some of my old friends because I don't really see my old friends anymore but yeah. that was very much uh, you know they used to go pub drink and all that kind of stuff and I used to go with them you know and we yeah. used to like you know drink do drugs and all that kind of stuff you know and I kind of came away from that because I just didn't 
feel you I, know it anymore but I think the question I'm trying to ask is is, 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 is can your identity sustain being in a different situation I think I, I, I think in society we're all playing if you notice that you ha- we're all playing different characters all the time like that's what that, that's yeah. where you get or, that. or will you I'm adapt not, to that situation I'm right? life because I'm, I'm similar to you I have very different very groups of friends and I feel that a lot of time that I'm changing up as, I, not as much now because I've got a point where I don't care anymore but there used to be a time where I used to care mm. a lot and I used to change my identity and become and play different characters with different groups of people Is that, that's, that's what kind of that? yeah that's what I'm trying yeah. to get, uh, emphasize really I mean so yeah it's a good good question good question I think we've all been through different mm. experiences like that because I see myself I mean, caring for things like I'm sorry you didn't rock <laughs> I feel like I'm jumping over people a lot um, <laughs> sorry, I do feel like when I jump in um not in conversations <laughs> but I, when I go into like environments which is a bit unknown I, I kind of like yesterday I'm sorry Friday I was at a wedding and everyone was like um, like going out and having a cigar and like I don't smoke but I ended up having a cigar because I felt like a really good vibe with my friends and that and I was thinking oh, I'm really connected here so I had a cigar and it was a nice cigar actually <laughs> <laughs> but um, I had a really good like moment with my friends and I'm thinking I just went out of my comfort zone I'm surrounded by like really good, good close friends and they're all nice lads don't get us wrong and they're your close friends or they're all close friends with each other and you were kind of like no no I'm, I'm, friend I'm close friends with them as well oh, okay, but okay. I don't really like smoke I've, yeah. I've never yeah, yeah. smoked mm-hmm. so I was thinking why am I really smoking a cigar is it just because everyone else is or do I want to smoke a cigar or, is, or am I just doing this to like be a part of the group um, am I, is this the tribal instinct kicking in here or mm am I losing my identity here it's a lot of different factors came into my mind yeah, yeah it's an interesting one it's a very interesting I, one I had an example of that where what Chris just said there where I was aware and I told you this before about not eating uh, eating healthy for a long sustained period of time mm-hmm. and then somebody made us a meal and but he didn't in the time he didn't know my circumstances he didn't know I'd been eating healthy completely healthy for four years and it was only like pasta or something like that but in the past I wouldn't eat pasta and um, he gave me the dish of pasta and in, in that moment I had one of them decisions what he said do I do I, do I go against who I think I am or do I just or do I become something else and let something go and I decided to let something go to not because the experience of him giving a gift to me overrided the the sort of the all the the, the the thing that I thought I was in my mind. Does that make sense? Have you had examples where you've you've like, I mean, I'm trying to think of an example of what you user might have had. I mean, used to are both vegans as well, but I don't think you would have went against that because that is a very that's a lot stronger. Well, actually, but have you had examples in, like in that? Uh, Peru, I I'm not strictly vegan, by the way. Oh, you're not. I don't, oh, sorry, I don't yeah. always <laughs> talk about that. Stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm vegetarian. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, in Peru, they 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 had meat and and I ate a little bit of meat because it was dead and it was on my plate yeah, and so, was, so what, what what overrided that in your mind um just the fact i thought it would probably be worse to waste the the meat and yeah, not, not eat it yeah. than oh. to than to you know um you know it would be better than it going in the bin kind of thing there's, even though i don't really yeah. want, want to i don't know yeah and there's you know, a, yeah there's like a tibetan buddhist um uh thing that i've heard that they they uh, the Tibetan Buddhist monks they they beg for their food that's part of their, their mm. practice is that they have to beg and have that that's part of the humility practice so whoever brings them food they accept it if it's meat they say it's better to actually take on the karma of the dead animal and eat that rather than offend the meat eater who's offered yeah. to them with, with humility and with love so may, maybe that was kind of like you were weak yeah. free for a while, mm. for a, so however long yeah. and someone <laughs> made you pasta with love 
and you ate it and you experienced it you know um and then even when you say about tribal instincts about tobacco so in in the native american traditions uh tobacco is a sacred sacred herb and sacred offering that's used in the peace oh. pipe and sharing that that and, and the smoke rises up to great spirit and mm-hmm. uh you know it's used in in amazon in peru as well as as a, as a protection as an offering to the spirit um so I wouldn't say it personally I feel like maybe if you in that moment when you were sharing a cigar and, and you were offering it you know like yeah. it, maybe you weren't thinking of praying to it but maybe there was something in that collective moment um, that that was uplifting as long as it's not becoming a habit every single day yeah. but then it just depends because it's always a very slippery yeah, slope because like, I've, I've been mostly doing a ketosis diet recently yeah. so that's no wheat that's no sugar and that's that's also when someone's making you food okay if I accept sometimes I'll, I'll accept it but then I'll actually feel like probably after eating that pasta you might have felt more heavy yeah. in your in your body cool. right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah because yeah. I recently had a similar thing I ate a nun bread and I was I'd like oh my two gosh days. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like it's like that kind of thing because if you're eating all light vegetables and everything then you feel light and then so it's a, yeah, it's, an, it's a really interesting one um yeah i think one 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 wise person said it said it to me like this like if you uh it depends how strong you are really in your in your circumstance oh, and there was another thing that was came up in my mind when you were mentioning about your experience of going going to the pub with the boys so i've got a friend who he was going to quite a lot of shamanic practices, but his all of his mates were drinking and he was a heavy drinker for years and used to have a bit of drugs and stuff as well. And he would have really hard times when he was coming to the shamanic ceremonies. He was getting the message that he, this, he was messed up, you know, and that he wasn't Whoa. in line with his meditation and stuff like that. But so what he does is, uh, but he managed to get to a point where he's like, okay, I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm just going to try and live more in tune with you know with what I'm doing but all of my social life is all surrounding this you know everyone just goes and gets drunk that's how we express ourselves that's how we lose our inhibition to have fun and connect with each other so he had to sort of come away from his mates for a bit for a bit of time because they were just dragging him down but then after a certain amount of time he feels more stable in himself he can go and hang out with his mates and he can just like have a 0.00 bex you know <laughs> like yeah. and they don't necessarily they're too drunk to notice if he's drinking <laughs> a non-alcoholic beer yeah. and after they get a few so drunk then he can just sort of just make a little move out and they won't even notice because <laughs> you know but when everybody's in their first few drinks they're like okay like you know yeah. so I mean I mean, for me my personal experience I've been in so many environments over the years that have been full of of alcohol full of drugs and all that kind of stuff and I haven't you know needed or wanted to be involved in it mm-hmm. um, and even as a musician I used to always play music in places where like pubs or, or raves or whatever where everyone's kind of intoxicated and something yeah. and I didn't even feel that I needed to be playing music in places which weren't full of people playing taking alcohol and whatever because yeah. that was the, the norm in my head and then someone said to me you, your music is really meditative why don't you play and make a kind of meditation do your med- meditation side and the music side and that might work better and make it in a non-alcoholic environment and since then I've nearly always played in non-alcoholic places yeah. for the last two Whoa. years and it's been so much and my music is much more well received because when people are not intoxicated with you know alcohol or drugs then they can feel actually the energy hopefully they can you know yeah be be more clear to connect with the the natural vibe of what's I, happening i like so. that when you were saying before about that guy who said when you said he stopped drinking alcohol and he had to stop 
being with his friends initially until he become know himself. Mm. I had the same situation where I haven't drunk alcohol now. I think it's a four and a half years I haven't drank alcohol for. And um, I had that similar thing where I had certain groups of friends where I felt that pull, where I felt I had to drink. But what I actually noticed in that, it wasn't, the, the challenge wasn't with me initially. It was your friends. Like they, because... Why are you not drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's like mm. a sort of. Why are you not having pasta? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not only changing. You're not changing your own story. You're changing their story that they have of you in their mind. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So and that's and that's one thing. And then when you eventually, even your friends eventually after time will come and build that that, that story yeah. that the. It's like in a glitch in their matrix, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. what's going on? It's all different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, not yeah, drinking yeah. drinks. Mm. <laughs> you know? I've even got one mate that doesn't drink. Yeah, he's a clean living. He's into yoga types. He goes on the tube with a tu- with a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reads and stuff. It's weird. <laughs> I use I use um. Here's a question. I use optimistic about the future of of like humanity as a whole. Yeah. Are we heading in the right direction? Do you think? I, I think like it's a very strange time at the moment. Like like duality is you know like there seems to be a lot of darkness that's surfacing, but at the same time there's a rise in you know people being kind compassionate i work in like alternative media you know so like seeing the rise of alternative media going from mm-hmm. something that two or three websites were doing to like hundreds of websites yeah. popping mm-hmm. up you know just things on right. facebook like it may not seem like a big deal but when someone's like sharing like a happy quote or whatever you know it's like people didn't really used to do that before you know like yeah, it wasn't yeah, a yeah. thing a little while ago you it's know and it's a, now, yeah. yeah you know and it's kind of like um there is this duality where like people really seem to be waking up and doing really good things and it, you know like uh, conversations for example like you know you're at a bus stop and all of a sudden you're talking about chakras and stuff you know it just didn't happen before <laughs> yeah, like, you know it just wasn't a thing before you know and now all of a sudden it's like you know it, the conversations are moving in a different direction i feel like mm. more people are awakened to um the truth you know whatever that is but you know like more inclined to move towards that but at the same time there's also a very strong ignorance and there's a lot more um dualities popping up like groups getting sectioned and you know this versus this this versus this you know and um racism and crazy stuff yeah so it it, i feel like it's it's almost got worse and better simultaneously you know so it's kind of um but i i have a lot of faith that people are inherently good and you know given that the fundamental needs being satisfied like having food shelter enough water everything you know like people are Mm. probably going to do good stuff you know they're not going to feel like i have to you know go out stealing and killing people and hurting people i don't know like you probably get some kind of like uh um uh what do you call it um psychopath objections (laughs) to the to the rule and stuff but you know I, i just feel like I don't know it's like it's weird we're, we're at a stage in humanity where we are almost being forced to change like we have to change like yeah. if we don't change like things are gonna get broken <laughs> you know it's yeah. like you know think like the planet is in like a pretty bad state like they're cutting down the rainforest for like a, a faster rate you know and yeah, we're just three football fields are yeah everything's like disposable like we're just like you know and it's coming to a point where it can't sustain that growth so everything does have to change you know and it's almost like we have all this technology that's building all these new things and you know i'm i'm just hoping there's some kind of collapse of like the for strong strong for profit ideals and you know that something else can something else needs to step in and if it doesn't then i, I yeah. assume that it will be the 
the demise of our planet you know so um but yeah i do i, I have faith that you know people are good and eventually people will do the right thing you know yeah. hopefully in this yeah. lifetime but um if not at some point <laughs> in, the, in the future <laughs> yeah know? completely agree so, yeah it's like uh terence penisay says he says um the earth's okay but humans are fucked <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. shall we wrap it up there yeah, I think that was a powerful episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, thank you. Play us out with a song. Do you want to? Yeah, so we see if your guitar's in tune. Tune up. Yeah. Go and get it, Chris. No, let's get it on. I'll get it on, sorry. That's terrible. I'll gift to you. Let me there. Yeah. to live up everything we need life will give us to know that we're free completely fill us and do you recall before this and can we remember we're made from bliss do we recall before Behind score in this place in between thousand things that rise and fall to make us realize it's all a dream. Even 
through the hardest times There's something we could never lose Pain weighs down the hearts of mine Yet there's a light inside of you Come in. <laughs> I think more that works. <laughs> Peace out to the world, love, harmony, and unity. My name is Luke Miller. Thank you for this opportunity. I'd like to welcome you to the world's largest community. We're called human beings. None of you have immunity. We're not mm. blacks, Jews, and Muslims, where we're labelled individually. Police officer criminals broken up through hate and bigotry. Rich and poor divided up and looked upon with sympathy. We're all the same, my friends. We're just made of simple shapes and symmetry. Simple shapes and symmetry. Original no mimicry. Yo, cool. <laughs> we set the spirit free. I give thanks that I have come to visit we in this vicinity. They call it trapping. We're playing guitar by the maraca and we're rapping. That's what happened. It's like <laughs> so much technology, we feel it like it's laughing in our brains. And it's time to get it simple and plain and maintain. I see the bird fly. Through the third eye Things could get better and they could get worse I don't know I didn't have an answer to the question though Because we called it a day But here we say that I'm just to be happy To see the sunshine ray And I don't know If I will live to see another day But I give thanks for everything that comes my way Why yeah And the dark with the lights off Souls infinite variety The way that life does Inner peace in the mind Let the fight stop Part of everything yet so small We're like dust Why are we here on this planet though? When do we arrive? When do we have to go? Why all the questions? Do we have to know what trust to see That has to grow toward the light That has to glow When do we recall? For all these, and can we remember made from bliss? Wow, powerful, <laughs> powerful. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. Thank Absolutely so <laughs> awesome podcast. Yes, nice Thank you so nice. much. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Yes. Yes, I love really, this. Really cool, that by the way. Thank you so much. Wow, what a podcast that was! Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope that added some value in your life. And if this podcast is an important part of your consciousness and week, and you are getting some value or entertainment or whatever, we really would be appreciated if you could just check out our Patreon page and support us through there. And I know some people can't afford it. That's absolutely cool. We don't expect you to pay. All we're saying is that you might be a person who can help us out. So if you are, we'd really appreciate it if you just check out our Patreon page. So anyway, we love you all and we will catch you next week. Peace. <laughs>